another one that's what Khaled says it's another one um what up everybody uh my name is gm um that's my uh, that's my actual name it's been that way for a long time um welcome to four things uh this is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop pop culture nfts um art and i don't know just a bunch of randomness uh if something comes across my radar um i like to be able to have these uh these segments to be able to kind of to fill that in, you know what I mean? To kind of put people on to something new or um, be a little bit ahead of the curve. I've, I think I've developed a little bit of a, uh, of a knack for kind of being ahead and, and kind of spotting some things out. Yeah, you I, have. <laughs> I appreciate that guest. Um, so <laughs> I think this is one thing where I think I, I think I might've spotted something out here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have the guests go ahead and introduce themselves. Let the people know who you are, what you do, why they may know you or why you would want them to know you. Yeah. Well, firstly, GM, thanks for having me. This is, uh, this is cool. And, um, hopefully this becomes, maybe we can NFT this podcast one day, you know, when it all works out. Be beautiful. I'm big and famous, you know what I'm saying? Because this will actually be my first recorded podcast. That's um, great. Which is super exciting in itself. But have you been in clubhouses say, and stuff like that? I clubhouses have. Spaces? Quite a few Twitter yeah. spaces, clubhouses, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this, is, the this is the first one being, yeah, exactly, digitally cemented into the universe. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm glad you appreciate it. I'm glad you, we, we say it the same way because that's how I see it. But go ahead. Let the people know uh, about yourself a little bit. Yeah. Well, my name is Julian Mudd. Um, you may have seen me on Twitter talking about how I wrote 10,000 versions of my debut single, like unique one-of-one versions of the song, um, and how I'm selling a 1,000 of those as NFTs or letting you mint them in a couple weeks. Um, my background is as both an artist and a developer. I grew up playing classical piano. Um, that, was my, that was my jazz, and then also doing a little bit of singing. Taught myself how to produce, and then also at the same time, sort of started teaching myself how to code. And so, um, I've seen a link between the two for a long time, and that's that's how I landed here, uh, doing both of them simultaneously. Word. Um, well, I appreciate you taking time to join us uh, on Four Things. Um, like I said, I came across your stuff. Uh, a longtime friend of mine, um, Yori, tagged me uh, in something you were you were asking on Twitter, I think, or something like that. And um, she uh, she's not really into the NFT world, from what I understand. I think she's still kind of on the fringe, and she's still kind of figuring things out a little bit. Um, and I think that anytime something kind of comes up on the radar at this point that's NFT related, it, <laughs> it kind of like automatically bounces over to me a little bit with a lot of people. Totally. So I think you were in that area. But when I saw what you were up to, um, I thought it was interesting, just because I think that the whole I think the whole music game right now in terms of nfts is about to get really interesting and i think yeah, that in the beginning we saw a lot of really cool creative uses for um nft technology with with music and stuff and we're still seeing that and i'm interested anytime i kind of see somebody pushing a little bit forward excuse me or um trying some different things out because i'll be I'll, I'll be honest with you julian like i don't 
I don't know if this is going to work or not. Like we're so early in this thing that it's like, I can't be like, that's, that's what's funny is like when people come on the show, like somebody will hit me up and they'll be like, I'm having a hard time selling this project. Like, can I come on your show and, and talk about it? I'm like, look, man, I'll be honest. Like, you know, if I check out what they're doing and I like it, then I'll pursue that conversation or whatever. If I don't really like it or if there's no like catch to it, they're not doing anything interesting or whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, but I'll tell them, I'll be the first one to say like, I, I can't pump your sales. Like that's not the type of show that I am. And I'm not saying that that's how you hit me up or whatever, but I'm just saying like, I can't like when I have somebody on here, I'm not like, Oh, we're going to make this thing big. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just kind of on the outside, like, like looking in or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, let's, I'm like, let's see how this thing, you know, how this thing goes or whatever. So I guess like with this project that you're doing, you're saying that it's 10,000 of the same song and you recorded them 10,000 different times? Yeah, so so let's, let's dive in. Uh, I broke my debut single, Growing Pains, down into five parts. Bass, okay. chords, fills, percussion, and vocals. I wrote five to ten different versions of each part, right? Mm-hmm. And then this sort of combinatorial map there just lets you um, compute 10,080 versions unique versions of the song just because of how essentially every version paired up with every other one you know right um but the issue is uh you can't mix and master ten thousand versions of a song unless you don't do anything else with your life for probably a year right, uh, right and right. so that's where my development background came in and i wrote some code to do it and i built this little this little ai that that essentially levels them out, looks at like the gains, makes sure that they all line up and they work together. That's the combination. And then uh, masters it and uses the original master of the one that I released as the reference track. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. when that's I built sweet. it, I was like, damn, this is uh, it's pretty cool. And it's also really fast. It's doing it like really fast, doing it in like 15 to 20 seconds, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. And I was like, well, this could happen in real time when you mint an NFT. And so that's where we're at now. So the song will not exist until that person presses mint in the same way these other generative products have done it, like CryptoPunks and stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, the song will be mixed, mastered, merged together and formed when you press mint. And the, the ethos of that, I think, is really important because it speaks to the community and the person pressing mint there almost playing a role in the creation process. And that, I now- think, is what excites me most. Now, do you have like when you make a you, since there's gonna be ten thousand different versions, and because of the way way that you did it, I don't I'm not exactly sure. So I gotta ask, like, yeah, is it possible where one like can you change the vocal effects on on each song? Like, is that something that that you that you got into, or is that something that maybe is like down the line or something like that? Is that or, they, or they're all, fully unique? So a hundred percent vocal effects is a great example, like. Um, I actually, I sent you over email three of the versions. Maybe you can give them a listen after and um, it'll give you an idea, but uh, they're, they're, they're fully unique. And so, you know, the vocals on one of those versions are chopped up and rearranged and they line up with, you know, they line up very differently and they don't actually, they don't actually say anything. You know what I'm saying? Like they're right. full on like chopped vocals from, from even like it's almost EDM influenced. When another one, I actually fully rewrote a different chorus. That's completely different. Like a different hook, different lyrics, whole nine yards. Uh, and yeah, so this is a uh, verb and some delay and 
all that stuff. And I, I did that on a per STEM basis. So to give you a little bit of background from myself, um, if you, uh, if you don't know, um, I, uh, I spent a long time doing music stuff. Um, yeah, I listened to your podcast with Spotty. Oh, and, well, uh, that's, uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah, it was great. That's yeah. Spotty's a, Spotty's a great dude. Um, he, uh, it was one of those things where I've, I've done, and I say music things because I, I literally have done music things. Like, it's it's i'm not really i would say i'm more of a rapper than than anything else um but at the same time like i've always done uh my own mixing for the most part i've done like my own mastering for the most part yeah yeah. um you know i've done my own track laying um for you know like if a if a producer sends me an instrumental or something like that i might go in and kind of kind of tweak it a little bit if i hear something that that needs to be you know kind of cut out or whatever, whatever I can do with it on my end. Totally. Um, so I know how much of a pain in the ass, uh, a lot of that shit is like, I know how, how much of a pain in the ass doing mixing and mastering and stuff like that is, and even adding effects and stuff like that. And I, and I'm assuming that what you, what you had to do is you had to record the vocals and, and all that kind of stuff. You added the effects yourself and then it gets applied. And then like that version gets applied to the, to the, to the generation or is it like or is it just being applied completely by the the code so yeah the effects are usually computationally quite expensive you know right so if we're talking about you're running it through a pipeline of an eq reverb delay you know that stuff's pretty lightweight honestly um, yep. and and you'll notice that even in your like in your production software when you use ableton or something like that and you play it back and there's no delay and you're like, great. But then you throw in one of those massive plugins, you know, yep. that, that spins it through a million different directions and then spits it out. It sounds crazy cool, but it also delays, you know, your computer starts breathing. Um, right. Yeah. And so it kind of depends on the effect there. Um, you could hundred percent run something like a reverb live. I ended up taking the route of rendering everything out with the effects beforehand. Um, just because we're doing this in real time when you mint the NFT, and we wanted to get that that essentially time to mint down, you know, right. to like thirty seconds, maybe that would be great. Um, yeah. What I'm going to do is I actually uh, I loaded up a couple of these um, these things that you sent over, and um, nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna push play on it now. Do me a favor if for some reason it sounds off to you, if it sounds the tempo sounds sped up or if it sounds slowed down or anything like that, just let me know. Um, okay. or if I, if you hear me restart it and I go, Oh, that's not it. It's because, uh, for some reason with Zencaster, good old Zencaster, um, they have, they give me a soundboard, but for some reason there's something going on recently where all of a sudden like the tempo will speed up and slow down, slow down. So it's, it's huh. very weird. Yeah. It's and like, I guess I'm the only one that hears it, which makes me sound like an absolute <laughs> lunatic when I'm trying to explain this, but I swear <laughs> guys, that happens. So, um, let me make sure that I can adjust the volume. Yep, I got the I got the volume adjusted. All right. This is a song about changing your life. What a strife. Stab me with a knife, you little slut. little farther over the line i think sacrifice your mind in the face of change i didn't know if i wanted it to but then i went ahead and i bid you i do oh no
so much like Ripple Kush. I pronounce the Kush because I don't smoke weed. And now I'm on my own. Changed my life so low. But these irrevocable decisions are cutting incisions. Okay, so I'm going to try. I'm, you can hear me, right, Julian? We're good? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. All right, so this is a version that somebody can can generate. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. And so if you play one of the other ones right now, you'll see that almost almost everything has changed. That's what I'm about to do. That's what I that's what I want to do right now. Is I'm going to play this next one now, and we'll and this is another yeah, this is, one that you could generate. This is the drum roll moment. You know what I'm saying? This is the moment I get hyped about. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, Let's uh four things. There you go. I'll give you a drop just for uh just for <laughs> just for the drum roll. All right, here we go. Um This is a song about changing your life. What a strife. Stab you with a knife, you little slut. farther over the line i think sacrifice your mind in the face of change i didn't know if i wanted it to but then i went ahead and i bid you i do oh no yeah this is crazy man yeah they, the, uh, before you hate me the next one if you get a chance to play that one has a fully like chopped up book like i was talking about yeah and that, I think, really <laughs> differentiates it. Like, like, this is already, I think, pretty, you know, damn different. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the vocals end up being the sort of staple of the song, you know? Yeah, I hear and the so, vocals. I think I hear the vocals change a little bit. Um, yeah, and that's, there's, a, there's a different chorus in this one. I really am from LA. spotty at all like are you too uh familiar we actually with each haven't other? connected yet it's funny i've connected with uh fifi and i are actually we're tight um yep. and then nifty sax bill and i are tight domino i've connected with spotty's spotty and latasha are the kind of two pillars of the music nft space that i haven't connected with yet i'm very excited to do though yeah, you gotta um after we get done recording this and this goes up, do me a favor and and send this over to Spotty directly or whatever. Just just hit him up on his timeline and be like, Hey, I was on four things and like I broke down what I what I've been up to or whatever and blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Cause I really think that this is something that like if I think you and Spotty would get along really well. Um I think you guys have like a similar kind of sense of humor or similar like kind of delivery <laughs> with things. Nice. And I think that and I'd be really interested to hear what you guys could cook up together um creatively or whatever in terms of changing yeah. verses and choruses and all that kind of stuff. Like I think this is like this is I think this is like perfect for kind of what he's doing or whatever. So Yeah, I, would, I honestly uh, think so too. I will um 
I will publicly add him after this. Yeah. yeah I think it's, I think it's a good idea. I'm, I, I try to encourage people, you know, linking up and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes one thing I've noticed Julian, and now I'm not, again, I'm not saying this is you, but I'm saying this is, I've noticed this on the show. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I've been doing this music thing for a long time. Now, when I got into doing the podcast thing, I kind of transitioned a lot of the, uh, the stuff that I know about, what I what I did in music, I applied it to like the podcast thing and being able right. to reach out to people and all that kind of stuff. And I and I was a lot better at it than what I expected. Like I thought I was going to suck at trying to get people on the show and stuff like that. But then I realized like I'm actually kind of good at it. Like it, it came natural to me through through doing music. But I have noticed that sometimes when I have people on the show and I talk to them about like. um I don't even talk to them about like promotion or anything like that. We don't yeah. bring up like any of that kind of stuff. And then after the show, I'll be like, you had the perfect opportunity. Like we, we recorded a segment <laughs> and this would have been perfect. Yeah, All you would yeah. have had to do is this. So I'm not trying to tell you what to do and I'm not trying to force connect dots or anything like that, <laughs> but I just feel like, um, I just feel like what, what Spotty's doing and stuff like that in general and with what you have going on with this, I just would be really interested to hear, I guess, as a fan um, of Spotty and a fan of what you're doing, uh, you know, even just uh, technology-wise, I would be really interested to hear what you guys cooked up together. Um, I think we could I think we could make some heat. Yeah. I actually I, have no I, doubt I we could make some heat. And I will quote myself on this podcast oh, when we jam. Let me. Uh, that's that's not what I wanted to play. I wanted to play the next one that uh, that we got here. We got the third one lined up. Um, so this is the same song. Um, do now? Do they all start off the same way? So With the they're, they're, they're similar in arrangement and structure. Absolutely. Okay. That so, makes it a lot easier from the mixing and mastering side to yeah. automate the process. Right. Um, working around that is something that I'd love to do in the future, so that different arrangements can be mixed and mastered that that'll be crazy you know but yeah so structurally they're pretty similar yeah i it's funny whenever i talk to guys like you my brain starts moving really fast and and i can never <laughs> even put out what i want to say like i'm just like so many ideas like just so many like so much potential Dude, there are an idea so like this. many angles with this i totally feel you on that it's it's crazy um all right i'm gonna play this third one now um let's do it
All right. So I got <laughs> you're blowing my mind over here. All right. So I got to ask this uh, this one more time now. Yeah. You re now you recorded like that version. You did mm -hmm. that version yourself. Yes, entirely. I produced, wrote, <laughs> mixed, mastered well, with code. Me and me and code. Yeah, me and a little baby AI. That right, but that's what I'm okay. But that's what I'm saying though is that with the AI's help, you created that. You didn't. You didn't actually sit down and and like DJ that track. That track was created by the code. Mm, it's not quite like the just the mixing and mastering. So like, okay. The, so you did the other stuff, the chopping and stuff like that. Yeah. Is, I did is all you. the chopping, you know, I did the percussion, I right, did the, right. the, you know, the guitar chords right in that, in that version, you know, um, hey, you're, you're yeah. a talented dude, man. Um, Hey, thank you. Yeah, that. yeah. That's uh, to like, my thing is, and I always, I always break it down to this. Like, not everybody's a fan of everything, you know what I mean? And like at one yeah. point in my life, if I wasn't like, and I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of what you're doing. Like I only heard, you know, a little bit of what you're up to or whatever. So I don't feel like it's, it's really even fair for me to say like, Oh, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> but I'll say that, um, like, uh, you know, a while ago, if I heard something that, you know, that I, I wouldn't drive around and listen to and shit like that right away, I would be like, ah, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't want to hear that. But like, as I've gotten older, I've started to realize that, um, sometimes music takes talent regardless if it's something that I necessarily love or if I like or if I don't like or it doesn't really matter. Um, so I say all that to say this, what you're doing is talented. You know what I'm saying? Like you got musical talent, man. Like this shit's, this shit's cool. Like I, I Thank dig you. it. Thank and, you. I, and I think with the technology aspect, I think it's, um, I think it's cool too. Like I think, especially when you're talking about like, you know, the mixing and mastering and stuff like that. And it's just interesting. It's all, it's all very interesting. I mean, like moving into the future and stuff like that of, of music, I would have never thought 10 years ago that I'd be sitting here having this conversation about this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I think, um, I honestly think this, this technology, is just like a starting direction in its current state. It needs a ton of help, you know, like it'll work for my project, which is, which is sick. And I'm very excited about that. But, um, you know, we want to take that to the next level and the mm -hmm. next level being, um, a DAO that I'm building around this, that I cannot wait to talk about as well. But, um, where it's like, you know, you want to integrate multiple musicians. Why am I the one writing all these stems? You know, sure. It's cool. Sure. It's novel. Do you have like, a discord? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I don't. Oh, sorry. I, I, oh, fuck. I got to figure out a way to, to phrase that going forward. Cause I don't want to get your hopes up and have you be like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'd love to see you in the Discord because, time, like, time to promo. Yeah, so, no, 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 no. You could promo it all you want. I, I want other people to join your Discord. I just want you to understand. I am not very Discord friendly. I'm not very pro Discord. Like, I get the purpose of it or whatever. But the reason why I was asking mainly was because it sounds like with you, you know, as you go forward with this uh, being a project. I guess yeah. this is something that we can kind of relate to um, where I'm, I'm starting a project myself um, here with the show and it's a, uh, it's not going to be a 10,000. I haven't, I haven't talked about a lot of the details yet, um, but it's, I'll say it's going to be closer to like a 4,000, um, you know, four things, right. like it, you know, it makes cool. sense or whatever. Um, I'm very, I'm very excited about it. It was something that kind of, uh, took form like it was starting small and then all of a sudden like I reached out to a couple people and they were like yeah of course I'll, I'll, I'll do that and I'm like what really like what the fuck 
And it was very kind of surprising to me or whatever. So now I'm doing this project and people are like, so you're going to, you're going to, you're going to start the discord. You need, you need community managers for the discord. You're going to do all. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. Really? I'm not doing it, man. Like, here's the thing. Um, just like what you were saying, like we're real early and in all this stuff. Right. Yeah. And what happened was, um, originally people came along that didn't use Twitter and didn't use any of that stuff. And they said, I want to sell a bunch of digital NFTs. Where do I sell those? And then they said, I don't know. I don't have like a, like an outreach or whatever. Like, I don't know anybody, you know what I mean? So they were like, well, why yeah, don't we yeah, yeah. get everybody together in a discord? And so it worked and, and they, and it flourished for, for projects. I've seen some projects have really good success with it. I've seen other projects where it basically helped the project implode on itself. Like it, it yeah, didn't really, you know, it didn't really help the project. It's like, it might've helped like in certain situations, but for the most part, it caused more problems than it was worth that. Now you're hearing about discord hacks where people are getting hit for 40 Ethereum on a discord hack. And then the project's like, Oh, don't worry. We'll refund your yeah. 40 Ethereum and blah, blah, blah. I'm not about to be responsible for somebody's 40 Ethereum, bro. Like, what do you, like, what are we talking about here? So I'm just like, all right, here's the deal. When you buy the project, when you buy the project that I'm doing, you're buying into four things podcast. You're buying into me as a creative. Um, if you look back and you go through my entire life and I, and, and you look and you find a link for every year of my life, you could find a link on the internet for some kind of project that I put out mm -hmm. that year. You know what I mean? For 20 years. Yeah. I create like, this is, this is what I do. If you want to join me and if you want to be able to help support what I'm doing here and stuff like that, then you can catch the updates of the project or the show or whatever. Like the more it hits your timeline, the more that I'm not in the discord and the more that I'm actually doing shit for the show, the better that our project's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I try to find like that balance. And that's the reason why I was asking like, you know, when like as like a, as like a musician and stuff like that, when you get into something like this, and then you're like, I got to do the discord. It's like, it sounds like you're looking forward to the, to the DAO. And it, it sounds like you're looking forward to the discord. And for me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to any of this. <laughs> like I'm looking forward yeah. to doing exactly what I'm doing here, but giving a chance for people to get really dope artwork. Um, and then also be able to feel like they're a part of something because they are. I, I think that's, that is absolutely the core, the core goal and should be the core goal. With any of these artistic communities, um, and, you know, this this Discord is just a tool, man. You know, it's just a, mm -hmm. a tool to to facilitate the commune. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how yeah. can you how can you just give everybody a way to communicate with one another really easily? I'm curious. So, and I'm I'm all for other options. So, have yeah, you explored yeah. like how you intend to to easily let people of your community communicate with other people in your community? All right, so. Here, this goes back to that thing that I was talking about with me being creative for, for all these years. If you go back and look at my Twitter, like my person, like my Twitter that is now Four Things Podcast, and you look at the day that I joined Twitter um, or the year or whatever, it was 2009. I joined Twitter in okay. 2009. Wow. So, so <laughs> I am very, very well versed in being able to hold court on Twitter. You know what I mean? GMI, like if, GMI on Twitter. Yeah. 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 So, so like if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to hit me up about the show and have a conversation about like, 
hey, uh, you should get this guest on or we should get that. Get-. Well, we should probably tag that fucking person on Twitter instead of talking about it in a discord, because talking about it in the discord isn't going to do anything anyways. So like once you see that I retweet something or whatever, if you're following me, if you have if you're fucking with the show like that, if you're bought into the project and into the show, I would hope notifications are on or whatever. And if you see me tweet and say, like, hey, Snoop, you want to jump on the show sometime, blah, blah, blah retweet it like retweet it tag it like i'll teach everybody how to retweet like i'll do all the things that i've been doing on my twitter timeline and everybody can interact that way i don't i I just don't see i understand that there's supposed to be a community aspect to to these projects and i can under i I get that i completely understand that my thing is is i'm I'm trying to think way above a lot of stuff that's going on right now and i don't mean that in a disrespectful way i mean it in a way that like I want to do an animation series for the project. I want to do an animation series for the podcast. I want to do um, a virtual reality world that we're, that we're working on already. Like like there's other things like guys, we don't have, like we shouldn't rely on the community aspect as being like the main part of the project, in my opinion, because that's where, what happened? Like I've said this before, I'm a part of the Jeevil community and like the devil community, the evil community, kid eight, um, those guys are all fucking dope, right? Mm-hmm. Denzel, who is my co-host here, he is a big part of the the Devil and Jeevil community, and and he, not only does he own a lot of Jeevils and he owns a Devil and stuff like that, he's just very active and he's very out here. Um, everybody loves that about him. Like everybody loves him for that. If tomorrow Denzel decided. I want to sell all my my Jeevils and my Devils. Sorry, guys. This isn't for me <laughs> yeah. anymore. I'm out. Well, that, that's a pretty fucking big spot to fill in the community. And like, I'm not saying that that's not going to happen regardless or whatever. But what I'm saying is, is I want those people to be able to find each other through Twitter and through kind of having actual engagement with each other and stuff like that. And not just lurking in a chat or whatever. And then if somebody pulls out and they say, Hey man, I'm out of this, uh, by the way, four things is cool, but it's just not for me anymore. Whatever, whatever. All right, cool. The show goes on. Like we're going to keep it moving on Twitter the same way I have since 2009. I'm going to put out content the same way I have for the last 20 years. Like this is the absolute, in my opinion, most sure project that you could possibly buy into. Because all I've done is what I'm going to keep doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like there, like a lot of these there's projects. No, there's, there's no risk. I mean, at least yeah. inside of like, sure, there's financial risk, but there's no risk in, in the founder and what the founder intends to do with the project. And let's be honest, even with the financial risk or whatever, like we're out here buying dumb shit for 250, 300 bucks, 400 bucks or whatever. Like these are going to be for 0.04444 and like I said, at that at that price, in my opinion, just for the art alone, it's going to be worth it because of the artists that I'm collaborating with for the project and stuff like that. Like they've really stepped up uh, to the plate and and sent me over some really crazy shit that I'm really proud to be putting together. Um, I mean, you get that. That's dope. And then on top of that, like, guys, I've said it before, like, I've gone to South by Southwest. I've done A3C. I've done tours and stuff like that and shows outside of my my original state. Um, I've I've been around. Like, I'm not saying that I'm a celebrity or I'm not saying I'm a superstar or whatever. But, like, you got to realize, like, I've always hustled for what I had. I always worked for what I had. Like, nobody ever gave me shit. So, like, if I had to call somebody and set up a show, 
I had to call them. I had to make that move. Like there were times where I had to make moves and put on a show where the dude was telling me straight up, like, if you don't make my money back, we're going to have big fucking problems, bro. You know what I mean? Like that's real life. Like that's real shit. So if I can handle those situations, I I promise I got y'all. You know what I mean? Like, so I just feel like with the discord, it's a cool, you're right. It is a tool and it's a, and it is a cool tool when it's being used, uh, you know, to benefit everybody and blah, yeah. blah, but I just feel like right now, especially with the security <clears throat> issues and all that, like I'm not about to onboard a bunch of my norm, my normie friends, quote unquote, into something. <laughs> and then and I'm like, just don't, don't like my dad the other day, he called me up and he was like, all right, so I'm having, a, I'm having issues getting into my MetaMask. And I go, all right, well, what's going on? He goes, <laughs> here it goes. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, this is the Thanksgiving dinner conversation. Right? Yeah. Basically this is, this was like, the, this was on Thanksgiving or like the day before where he called me and he goes, um, so I'm having issues getting into my MetaMask and I don't know, I, I bring up this, uh, it just, when I go in, it tells me that I, I need to take a tour or something. And I go, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. And he goes, and, it, and it's asking me for my password, but I don't, I already have my password and I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. I'm like, I don't know either. I'm like, you know, he's like, I can log in on my old phone, but not on my new phone. And I'm like, all right, so go to you, go to your old phone then. And like, I do this big thing with him. We go, we go through this whole walk around. Like I get his new, I, I have him delete his old MetaMask. I have him put in a seed phrase. He, um, he, you know, he, he gets launched back up again and he goes, all right, now what? And I go, I, I don't, aren't you, you're fixed now. Right. And he goes, I don't know. I mean, I still, I don't know where to go. And I go, all right, go up to browser and go to, go to browser and we're going to go to open And he goes, okay. And so the browser come up, comes up and he goes, yeah, this is the same screen that was coming up before. And I go, holy fuck. So like I sat there for like 30 minutes doing all this troubleshooting and like all it was, was just that the browser doesn't look like Google or whatever. And so when he sees it, he's just like, Oh man, what do yeah. I do? But when he was talking, he goes, so I, I couldn't get into my MetaMask. So I went on to, I went to YouTube and I said, no, 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 no. And he goes, well, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't click anything in YouTube. I went to Google and then I go, no, 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 no. And he, and he goes, all right, all right, all right. I go, dad, I'm telling you, when I first told you to hook this thing up or whatever, I said, do not go to any links. And if you have any problems at all, just give me a call and I'll walk you through it. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to bother you and bother. Like, oh yeah, you get the independent God. thing. You want to be self-sufficient, I'm sure. You know? I know. And every other – and it's like what him and I were talking about today where he's like, I'm afraid to do anything with this thing. And I go, good. That's what you – that's exactly how you should feel. I said that yeah. way you're – that way at least you'll be safe about it or whatever because totally. – he tried to post something that was from Rarible and he tried to post it on OpenSea, but then OpenSea didn't let him. So I told him, I was like, you should probably post it on Rarible and you'll be okay. And then he went to go post it on Rarible and it wanted to send him email notifications if it sells. And he didn't put in his email because he didn't trust it. He didn't know what to do there. And then um, he's like, well, now it's not in my wallet anymore. And I'm like, well, I think that's because it's posted on on rarible now so it's not showing in your your metamask wallet or whatever i think it's just showing on rarible i said so i don't i don't know i've never posted anything on rarible before but what i what i guess i'm saying all that to say like it's it's hard enough to kind of get like 
normal people in right now that like i don't want to have them go to a discord and then have them get hit with all these fucking bots and scammers yeah trolls and like my project is for the ultimate normie man like that's really what it comes down to is like so it's like it's it's like who's your market you know who's your audience and if that's the case if your audience is somebody who's not familiar with the web3 you know universe metaverse whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um yeah, Discord's not going to make sense to them. And Discord's not going to be something they already have and are involved with, right? Yep. Um, and so I'm with you there. Also, just FYI, I lost you for maybe 15 seconds a little while oh, back. Oh, no. The power went out. And so... Oh, did you mention, now I though, see you, it. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you mention if you... Was your dad an artist or... Um, no, my dad's not an artist. I just, um, I mentioned that my dad, uh, he got into selling NFTs. I know. Well, he, he kind of okay. got into it. I hooked him up a little bit, a little while ago. Now I see what you're talking about with the, uh, the losing. Now, Julian, I'm going to warn you because again, this is, this episode's brought to you by Zencaster. Um, <laughs> Zencaster has this thing sometimes where if you're looking to, there's a, I'll segue this into a fucking rant. Here we go. All right. So. So um, a lot of people have been starting podcasts lately. This is a new thing. I, I've seen a lot of people on my timeline say, hey, I'm going to start a podcast where I'm interviewing artists and blah, blah, blah. Now, number one, I just want to put all this shit out here real quick, Julian. I hope you don't mind. Number Let's do one, it. Let's do it. Number one. I did not invent podcasts, okay? So anybody that's going to hear anything moving forward that you hear and you go, oh, this guy invented podcasts. No, no, no. I did not invent podcasts. I will say that when we had a podcast in 2015, there were not many podcasts. In fact, there were so few podcasts that when we got nominated for an award for the Designer Toy Award, we got nominated under Best Blog because there was no category for best podcast it didn't even exist in 2015 like that so the only podcast when we started up the blind box originally which is the the show before this the only podcast that we knew of that was a real podcast was the combat jack show uh rest in peace combat jack other than that we had no idea what a podcast was. We didn't even know that we were doing a podcast when we first started. Like we, we, our initial idea was let's hook up the microphones and record this conversation that we have in these Xbox <laughs> Live conversations because they're funny as fuck. And we think that our people, the Shrug Life homies, would enjoy it. Like that's really what we, that's what we were doing it for. That's beautiful. We, that's, we that's th- coming out of a natural, just a natural environment, natural need for it, you know? Com- completely. And we, we did, we, we thought, you know, we were going to have like 10 listeners or whatever tops. And, uh, then one day we got hit up by a rapper, um, shout out to Max Minnelli. He's a rapper from Houston. He hit us up and he said, Hey guys, when are you going to have me on the show? And me and Fish were like, what are you doing? Why are we, what the, the fuck show. is going on? Like, what are, like, what is this? And I'm a rapper. I'm not used to interviewing people. So I was like, we can have them on, but what the fuck are we like? I'm not going to interview this guy. Like, I can't do that. Like, I, like, I, I hate that shit. So, I figured out kind of my own way to interview. Like I figured out like we had Max Minnelli doing crazy shit. Like long story short, we had him on YouTube looking at a video that he had never seen of himself before where a fan (laughs) uploaded a video of one of his songs and they took pictures of Max Minnelli for the first minute and a half. And it's just all Max Minnelli, just regular candid shots of Max Minnelli. Right. (laughs) And then a minute and a half in, Julian, the pictures change and a little text thing comes up and it goes, and I had Max bring up his computer because I go, Max, did you ever see this video? And he goes, no, I've never seen this one. So I had him go to it. I had him bring it up. I had him look at it and I go, check this out. 
And um, and he and he, I go go to a minute and thirty seven seconds. He brings it all up to a minute thirty seven seconds. And um, and I go, could you do me a favor and just read to the people what you see on the screen? And he goes, uh, that's all the pictures I have of Max Minnelli. So here go these. Oh shit. <laughs> and um, and after that. It was a bunch of pictures that are like meme pictures before they were memes. Like it's like um, somebody typing into Google like Paris Hilton is and it says Paris Hilton is a whore. Paris Hilton is a slut. Paris Hilton is like it's like stuff like that. Just like random crazy stuff, you know. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know, Max, but like it has 50,000 views. I figured you should be one of those views if you've never seen this. And he's like, yo, this is crazy, man. Shout out to whatever the the girl's name was that uploaded it. And And I'm like, that's dope right he's like yeah man i can't believe i never saw that before and like that was where like when we got done with that that segment i you know me and fish get back on the line and i'm like yo i think we got something here like i think i can do that for for like multiple people like i think we we have like a way to interview people and so it was just very natural in in kind of what we're doing then eventually i realized that like designer artists and stuff like that didn't like graffiti artists street artists stuff like that they didn't have a place really to go and be interviewed. And we were interviewing comedians, rappers, uh, you know, just everybody, random people. So I was like, fuck it. Why don't we have them come through? They got to have interesting stories and stuff like that. So I started to interview like we had um, we had Frank Kozik on the show. We had uh, John Paul Kaiser on the show. We had Huck G on the show. We had um, all these. Crazy. Uh, yeah, like so, all these. So I'm starting to see this this form now, essentially. Oh, yeah, all these all these big artists and shit. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, you know, like this is you like we have like a niche or whatever. Fish catfish, my my co-host, isn't like a big art guy. So for him, it was kind of a pivot where he was like, I don't know, I'm not really into it, but like I'll do it. And that was the gimmick of the show, is like, Fish, you don't really know about these things, so I'm gonna show you and then you can we can get your reaction you know, live or whatever. And a lot of, and he's a really honest dude. So a lot of times we'll see something and will be like, yeah, that doesn't really do much for me. And I'm like, really? That's like the hottest shit. Like that's the hottest shit out right now. And he's like, yeah, it's not really for me, I guess. And I'm like, wow, like, all right, well, we're going to have the guest on next. So I hope you, hope you have fun. So, um, so we did stuff like that and that was our show or whatever. Then fish decided he didn't want to do, do the show anymore. Everything was cool. Like we were still friends and shit like that. I did the show for another like hundred episodes. We did 200, uh, 200 episodes over 300 segments. And then we stopped doing the show. Then eventually, um, four years, five years later or whatever, I decide I want to do another podcast. Um, I realized that, uh, you know, I, I don't really know if I want to include art like that. I'm not really sure, but I know I want to be able to talk about everything. So that, that four mm-hmm. things. So then... Um, this NFT shit pops off and like, it starts going crazy. And like the first couple episodes that I'm doing, like everybody that I'm talking to, like all my artist homies and shit that I've known for five years now from the blind box are like, yeah, man, I'm just getting into this NFT thing. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the yeah. hell is going on here? So that's and this was like I, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. This was, and this was like six months ago. Yep. So, so that's where, and that's where I was like, oh shit, I gotta, like, I gotta start this thing back up. Like there's a, there's a void to be filled here or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's where I started to have 10 K projects on and stuff like that. I started to have artists on, you know, all this kind of stuff. I started to do skits and bits about, you know, like we would do NFT humor kind of stuff in the, in the early right. seasons, the first couple seasons, nobody ever fucking paid attention, man. Like I'm not one of these big names in the scene. Like I'm not Farrakh or I'm not, um, you know, uh, art chick or I'm not, you know, and shout out to all of them or whatever. But like, 
I'm just not that dude. So like for me, for six months, I've been fucking scratching and clawing out here trying to get people to pay attention to what I'm doing because I'm like, Hey man, I think I'm doing something kind of important over here. Like I'm not trying to like, you know, big ego and you know, whatever else. Now all of a sudden everybody wants to start a podcast and it's because (laughs) all these projects that they were all buying into for months, they're, they all, they're, they're not doing the same thing that they were doing before. Like they're not doing the same numbers. So the person before that was reporting about the floor every day, the floor is pretty fucking shitty now, bro. Like the devs (laughs) do something, bro. Like this is, this is just what it is. And now that person that reports on the floor every day is like, well, what do I have to give to the community? Eventually somebody's going to turn and look at me and be like what do you do like what do you like really what do you do (laughs) out here because like we see you out here all the time you got forty thousand followers fifty thousand followers you don't support any artists you don't do anything like what the fuck do you do and and that's where they're like oh i need a podcast well guess what bro (laughs) it's filled up like that lane's filled up like if you want to come in and contribute something different or whatever then that's great if you have an idea for something different then that's great um but don't come in and act like because you can fire up a mic or whatever, because you've done some clubhouses or some spaces that you have the time or the effort or the ability to even do this. That's what bothers me is these people come out and say, I'm going to start a podcast. Then they do two episodes and then they fucking they're, they're MIA and they move on to something else. I'm going to produce a toy. I'm going to do a website. I'm going to do a blog, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. everything. And like, I get it. Try whatever you want to try, but at least hit up the people that have been here and show respect to those people to be like, Hey, hit me up and be like, Hey man, I started up this podcast. Like if you, if you want to check it out, maybe come on the show sometime, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Like, all right, maybe we can have that conversation. Yeah, or form a community. Exactly. Be part of the actual community. Don't just come in here and say, "Oh, I, I'm starting a podcast because I'm gonna." We I noticed that nobody's ever talking to artists. Hey, asshole! I've been talking to artists. Like, I've been <laughs> doing this for six yeah, months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what I was gonna say about ZenCaster, uh, ZenCaster is a great program to download and and buy. Uh, it's like. $12 a month or something like that. Um, you can have guests on, you can record your segments, you can play soundboard stuff like what we did here. The only issue <clears throat> with Zencaster is this, Julian. Um, when we're recording the episode, if one of the guests disconnect, uh, there is a chance that we will lose the guest audio. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So, because it's on individual tracks, um, when it yeah, records yeah. And, the, and and that helps because then I can do the mixing and mastering stuff that we were talking about where I can kind of like mix it down and stuff. But, but if it doesn't, if the guest drops off, it might not record it. So when I go to hit stop on this episode, if it tells me there's an error in the file or it tells you that there's an error in the file, then that means we might have to do this all over again. Not no tonight, way. Another time. Yeah. 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 Yep, another time. But I'm I'm all for doing it again. Um, I had a good time, and I hope you. Uh, yeah. Hope you did as well. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Whatever yeah. happens, just praying yeah. for that file, right? Yeah. Basically, that's. <laughs> well, it's funny because my co-host Denzel, he, his whole gimmick is that he's a fuck up. Like he's like, oh, I fuck up. I'm, <laughs> I'm a crackhead. I'm a fuck up. Like you know all this other stuff, you know, and um. And he joined the show a couple months ago, and there are some episodes where he shows up. And, and like last episode with Eddie Gangland, I I did something I never do where I overslept. I, I closed my eyes to take an, a quick nap, basically, and I opened my eyes, and all of a sudden it's fucking 
10 after five or whatever. And I had a segment at five o'clock and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, and I, so I started running around. Eddie um, had an issue with recording on Zencaster. So we were going to use uh, zoom. I had never recorded on my end on zoom, but I heard that it was easy and that there was just like a record button on it. And I'm like, okay, well that's simple. Like I'll give that a shot or whatever. So I quick load up Zoom, like I'm running, you know, I'm not used to the program or to the app or whatever. So I'm like running all around. I'm like, oh shit. I get in there and um, Eddie's in the room and I'm like, Eddie, what's going on, man? Like, I'm so sorry. Like I, you know, I, 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 I closed my eyes and all of a sudden I guess I was taking a nap and, um, and he's like, oh no, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, let me just see if I can find this recording, like the record button and then we're good to go. I'm looking all around for this record button, <laughs> fucking Julian. I can't find it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm looking, I'm like, where's the record button? All of a sudden I hear in my headset, my, my headphones, I hear, Hey, what's up G? And I I go, Denzel. And he goes, yeah. I go, well, what's going on, man? And he goes, uh, nothing. I, I thought we had a segment to do. And I go, yeah, I didn't hear back from you. So I didn't know if you were going to be joining me on the segment. So I, I, all right, that's great. The one thing about Denzel that I learned early in the last couple months was that Denzel went to audio school. And he has this thing that he like a, a niche, like or not a niche, like a tick that he developed in audio school where he he just records everything that he does on his own shit. So like if like when he did the podcast, like one time the podcast fucked up and I was like, oh, man, I think it fucked up. And he's like, oh, I should. It's all right. I should have it. And I'm like, what do you mean you should have it? Like, where, like, what are you talking about? And he's like, <laughs> I just record everything like on my own thing. And I'm like, wait, are you kidding me? Like you have the entire episode recorded? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I, any, anytime I do anything like this, I always record it myself. Like just in case something that like this happens. That smells dangerous to me. I'm like, it, I was like, like bro. Life, I'm like, I've said in my life is recorded. Well, well <laughs> he's saying every time something records, he always runs a backup recording in an individual oh, source, okay. like as well, like that, a backup. Yeah, and exactly. And that's the reason why it's so shocking is because it's Denzel and it's smart. And so it's one of those things where it's like, holy shit, bro, you planned ahead. That's fucking great. And I was like, you're so right away when I heard him in my headset, I was like, Denzel, can you record us? And he's like, uh, yeah, I can. I'm on my iPad now, but I just got to go on my computer. And I'm like, bro, if you could record us, that'd be fucking huge. D like, I, I don't, I can't record the show. I can't record the segment. And he's like, yeah, just give me uh just give me a little bit. I'll, uh, I'll set it up. I'm like, <laughs> All right, great. And like and and he set it up and he was good to go. So unfortunately Denzel isn't here this time. If he was, then he would have had like three shows in a row where he would have basically saved the on. fucking yeah, he would have saved the the show. Um so that I'm saying that because I wanna I wanna make sure that if this fails, I'm gonna hit up Denzel and be like, Hey, thanks for no showing because you could have saved the show, asshole. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um we can we can Twitter rate him. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna be like, "Hey, thanks for fucking up the show, D." And, <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what happened?" <laughs> um, all right, well, Julian, I um, I appreciate you stopping by here um, and talking about what you're up to and and giving us a chance to check it out. Um, if any of my listeners uh, want to go over and and check out what Julian's up to, I would highly recommend it. I think it's cool. Um, if uh, if you dig it um julian where where can they go and and uh mint and and check out and join your discord and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah i think honestly tw- twitter's the home of it right now so you can look me up on twitter my my handle is muddier than thou it's like a, it's like holier than thou except it's mud with two d's um proud of that one actually to be honest i have to give credits to a friend of mine but did you get the did um, you get the dot eth yet yes i have yeah i have Bang. julian mud dot dot eth 
I should get muddier than now. That's what I'm saying. Actually, mm-hmm. somebody's gonna swoop that. Because I got shruglife.eth. I got four things podcast.eth. I got my name is gm.eth. Um, because GM is my name. Oh, name that's pretty GM. good. Yeah, I, I have I to. I GM. mean, they, yeah. they grabbed GM obviously, and it was one of those things where I didn't six months ago. I didn't even know that GM was a thing in the community or whatever. So when I when I signed up for Four Things Podcast at ETH, I'm like, ah, eh, yeah, that's that's good enough. And <laughs> Goodbye, man. <laughs> if I could have got GM probably back then, you know what I mean. So um, yeah, so anyway, yeah. so my name is GM, and then I also got for the whales out there. I also got BigFlipper.eth. <laughs> Um, and for subdomains, that's going to be the one that makes you millions. I yeah, exactly. Sub subdomains <laughs> are going to be a thing. So you'll be able to have like a uh, Julian dot big dot ETH. <laughs> and I'll be able to sell that to you for a thousand dollars. I'll have a whole, whole club of whales. Cause we all, we all want to be big flippers. That's what I'm saying. End. How could you do <laughs> that? So, um, Julian, uh, you said on Twitter they can get a hold of you there. What else? Um, yep. Muddy than now on Instagram, Julian underscore Mud. That's Mud with two Ds. If you just Google me, I'm pretty sure the socials pop up. So just Julian Mud with two Ds. Boom. Um, Boom. Stick around for a minute uh, after we get out of here so we can see if those files save or not. Um, for everybody cool. that's listening, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, I know that we live in a, a fast world and the space moves very fast. So anybody that takes the time to, uh, to, to spend here, I greatly appreciate it. Um, like I said, we have a project coming up. I don't want to give away too many details on it until it's, until it's kind of, you know, all put together and all that stuff. Um, if you know the show, if you know me, if you follow me on Twitter, you could, you can guess what it is. You know what it is. Um, it's not going to be your typical generative project. That's the, that's the most that I can really say about it. Um, I can't not, wait to hear more about this. We're not going for podcast NFTs. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, yeah, basically it, it is a podcast NFT and uh, it's going to have some utility for some other stuff. And it's going to have, um, like I said, there's a lot of really dope artists and I, and to be honest with you, Julian, I think a lot of people are going to see this and they might be really surprised at some of the guys that jumped on board for this thing so um i'm really looking forward to getting it together the best thing that i can explain is if you're if you're interested in what it is going to be the best thing that i can kind of describe it is uh if you're familiar with like kid robot and blind boxes and and all that kind of stuff it's going to be a lot more like a blind box than it's going to be like a um a a a four thousand four hundred forty four generative uh one of one deal it's going to be where some people might get some duplicates you know what i mean um but that's the that's the project like if you get duplicates um sell them get rid of them like flip them uh get them to somebody who doesn't have them and make some trades on that nft trader thing or whatever like yeah yeah, there's about right now there's about 14 artists i think involved in this thing so if you can't find one that you like or if you can't find a few that you like, or if you can't, you know what I mean? Or if you want to go out and collect all of them or whatever, like that's the move. You know what I mean? Like this is a collector's project. That's the way I'm looking at this thing. Nice. So, um, yeah, I, I, it'll, it'll be fun. Um, I, uh, I'll talk about more, uh, I'll talk more about it on the next segment. And as we kind of lead into it, it's just, like I said, um, my, the developer is working on it. Um, I trust him. Uh, I, I think the project's in good hands right now. I'm being completely transparent. Like I can only call it up until we're getting closer to launch day where, where I, I see him push the button and I see the sales and stuff. And then I'll be like, all right, yep. we're fucking good. Yeah, um, totally. 
And anybody that wants to jump on board, there are Shrug Lifes available right now over on OpenSea. If you go over to my OpenSea four things, um, you can you can buy some Shrug Lifes. Uh, the Brain Vomit Shrug Lifes are sold. Um, I believe all four of those are gone. Um, the Ren One Shrug Lifes, I think there's only two of those left. Um, these will have you will get something special for having these. Um, the other thing I'll say is the first 444 of the project will be available for free. Um, so, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'll be on, I'm, again, full transparency. I'm going to throw the link around to the homies first, but they have a four, uh, a four mint um, uh, limit. Cap. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so it's not going to run out or anything like that. And I'm and like I said, I'm not art chick. I'm not one of these big influencers or whatever. Where if I drop a link, everybody's just going to go and rate it. Um, so I'm going to send it around to the homies first and make sure that they get a chance to hit it up. And then by the time it hits the timeline, there's probably going to realistically be still like 350, you know, um, 250 to 350 available for free. So um looking forward to that uh check out the shrug lifes over on OpenSea. check out some of my vinyl art photography over on OpenSea. um devs do something these floors are looking rough right now for some of the stuff <laughs> i've been buying lately I, I need the devs to do something i'm over invested by a lot um, <laughs> um shout out to everybody uh for for joining us and <clears throat> excuse me and uh and we'll have a new episode real soon so um so we'll see you then peace out everybody thanks a lot guys